Hey, my name's Nikita and welcome to Attempted Motherhood. It has been a hot minute, y'all. Seriously. The last one I did, I was really sick and it was about judgment and challenging your judgmental thoughts. And then I did say that I would try and do one with Josh before he went away for work. And that didn't happen because life happened and life has been happening. You know, life's been busy working up to the Christmas season and I have a moment. I have just one moment right now that I thought I would talk a bit about our, I hate the word journey. I hate hate using it over and over again, but this really has been a journey for us in regards to James and his sleep. So you may have heard um, in some of our Attempted Parenthood podcasts that James does not sleep. He is a terrible sleeper. I am touching wood right now, but he has been better the last few weeks, but it's gotten to the point where I sought out a specialized pediatrician in our area for sleep and we had an array of tests done. So he had um, an oxygen test that was done overnight with like a thing on his finger. He had to have a head x-ray to check his adenoids and then he also... The hardest one was he had to have pathology work done. He had to have blood taken and it was difficult. So all of those results came back. His adenoids are fine. He does have a very enlarged tonsil, um, which does cause some issue, but they're not willing to take it out right now. He, he's, yeah, so his adenoids are fine. His oxygen was perfect. And um, the main issue was a giant iron deficiency. And I, this is where I start to take blame. You know, like as a, as a parent, I think we all take blame or unnecessary blame and we wear that a lot more than we should. But my iron levels have always been low. Always, 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 always been low. I have always been told that I need to be taking an iron supplement but I hate taking tablets. So I don't because why, you know? Um, So I don't take an iron supplement, which leads me to having very low iron levels through both pregnancies and therefore during both breastfeeding journeys. So James has now weaned and I am still breastfeeding Gideon. So I am expecting Gideon to also have a very low supply of iron in his body. So the pediatrician explained to us that Jim having a low level of iron in his body means that he is prone to frequent wankings. He is prone to irritability and um, being exhausted and having behavioral issues. So the iron isn't going to help him go to sleep, but it's going to help him stay asleep. But because his iron levels are so low, it's going to take a minimum of 12 months on a supplement for us to see an improvement. So the next thing he prescribed for us was melatonin. Um, I'm not going to get into that because it's, you know, if you want to read about melatonin, you can go and read about melatonin, but seriously, we have to give it to him half an hour before bed and then that's it. So that should help him go to sleep. The iron should help him stay asleep. The next part, which is where I start to wear it even further and I start to feel really guilty. And even now I am, I've been crying on and off about this all morning is that James may have attachment issues. (laughs) 
And I say that with a bit of a laugh because, duh, find me a kid that doesn't have attachment issues. But the attachment issues that we may be facing right now are a result of the traumatic birth experience that we had. So not just for me, but also for James. So the fact that it was traumatic for the both of us means that on both sides, um, there's anxieties and attachment issues and therefore we laid a terrible solid foundation. Well, it wasn't a solid foundation. It was just a terrible foundation from the get-go. So that's where we are. He also has a very high percentage, and I mean 50% chance of having um, childhoods sleep apnea because of Josh's family history. So Josh's father, Josh's brother have both had surgeries for their sinuses and both use CPAP machines. Josh, if you are listening to this, you should also have that surgery and you should also have a CPAP machine. Um, So James is going to a sleep school in May next year to have that tested. But for the interim, we are going to work with our melatonin and our iron levels. And it just, I'm just, I don't know why I am feeling so guilty. I don't know why I'm wearing this so much because at the end of the day, I couldn't dictate what happened in my labor. I couldn't, I had no control over that. And maybe that's the issue here. Maybe that's the real problem that I have is that I had no control over what happened during my labor. That is one reason that I didn't have a birth plan. Either time I didn't have a birth plan, everyone was like, oh, do you have your birth plan? Midwives would always ask me, oh, do you have your birth plan? And I flat out refused to have one because being the anxious person I am, if something doesn't go to plan, I'm going to have a ba- like a breakdown. I'm going to have a panic attack. And if, if I'm already in an anxious situation, giving me like, like, having something not go to plan is going to make me more anxious. So I just said, no, I'm not going to have a birth plan. And I'm glad I didn't because things with Jim went so, so far south. And um, yeah, so not having control of that situation, I think really plays into that. So if you're listening to this and you have lost control over a situation or you never had control to begin with, and it's still having an impact on you now, I want you to know that that's okay, that your feelings are valid um, and that I fully understand that because this situation, although I didn't have control, um, it's making me feel really guilty. It's playing into that constant feeling that I have eating away at me that I'm not good enough, that I'm failing my children. And I know I'm not. (laughs) Those around me tell me constantly that I'm a great mum, that I'm doing really well. But that doesn't take away that feeling. And so in this really down period of my mental health right now in this moment, I wanted to make this podcast because if anybody else out there is going through something similar, whether it's to do with your children's sleep or your children's education or your children's development, I want you to know that you are a great mum despite our own self-perceived shortcomings you're doing really really well and you are the best mum the best parent that your child could ever imagine of having 